Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears, ESPN Chicago. And this is Waddle and Sylvie, WMVP, WSHE, HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Follow Chicago's home for... to talk to former Bears quarterback Jim Miller. Uh, I covered him when he was on the 01 Bears team that won the division and uh, went to the postseason that year. beat by the Eagles? That is correct. And remember Hugh Douglas. He got hurt, didn't he? Yeah, Hugh Douglas had a cheap shot on him, knocked him out of the uh, postseason game. It was him and Shane Matthews as the Bears quarterback for Dick Duran's team that year. Talk about... uh, Having some OC problems and, and a lot of OC debates. Uh, John Shoup was the OC back then. You liked Mr. Shoup, though, didn't you? I liked him as a guy, yes. He was a young guy, um, but there were a lot of debates about John Shoup. Like, I don't think there's ever been an, uh, an offensive coordinator that really anyone's liked as Bears fans. Has there been one? I liked Ron Turner. He was a nice guy. I got along with Ron very well. And then he got rid of you. It's true, but that's okay. I don't hold it against him. <laughs> um, so, anyway, Jim Miller now does a show on uh, Sirius XM. He has for a while. Um, he does the preseason games on TV, uh, and he does uh, the post-game shows on Marquee Sports Network. So we had a chance to talk to him earlier, uh, and uh, this is what he had to say. All right, so I opened up Twitter the other day. And not that we wouldn't want to have you on anyway, but, um, and I saw you responding to Greg Gabriel about the Chase Daniel film breakdown. Um, and I want you to explain, did you, do you feel that there are some out there who are overloving Justin Fields just a bit? It, yeah, I'll say that one good to be with you guys. I, I think, you know, it's, it's one thing to cherry pick plays and say this is what makes him great. Nobody denies that Justin Fields has talent. Nobody denies that. Everybody knows he's talented, he's strong, he's tough, he's got the uh, the skill set to, to play quarterback in the league, and he can make jaw-dropping plays. But I think what you question is the consistency. You know, even Tom Waddle, when he runs a 16-yard in-cut, there's a certain way you've got to run it yep. against man, against zone, and how the 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 leverage of the corner and how they play you and, and things like that. But it has to be done consistently. Um, and that's for any position in the NFL, whether it's a defensive end or tackle or receiver or quarterback. There's a consistency level that is expected. What does Mike Tomlin always say? Make routine plays routinely. Yep. And I think that's been a struggle for Justin. It's got to be more consistent. And I can point out specific plays. You know, again, we can cherry-pick plays, yeah. but I watch preseason games. I cover the whole preseason. I'm there at training camp. I was away on the road with them in Indianapolis watching them practice, and I watch every snap of every game of the Chicago Bears because I cover the team. So, you know, you, you can't just cherry-pick plays and say, oh, this is why this, he's going to be great. Anyway, and, the, and, Jim, what watching every play, what is your overall analysis of Justin? I think I agree with Ryan Poles in his statement yesterday. Justin is better, but it needs to be at another level. It needs to be more consistent. 
you know? And so does everything's on the table. It shouldn't stop them from drafting a quarterback. It shouldn't stop them from keeping Justin. If they can do both, they can draft uh, a quarterback, continue to work with Justin, and he may be under the uh, Daniel Jones deal. Maybe you don't put the fifth-year option on him. It's it's a prove-it year for Justin. You get more talent around him. You still draft a quarterback, and then you decide. Do you pay him like what the Giants did? They had a choice. They could have put the franchise tag on Daniel Jones, or they could have put the franchise tag on Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley's asking price was too much, so they placed the franchise tag on him and gave Daniel Jones a contract that has an easy out. It doesn't. It's not a Justin Herbert deal or a Joe Burrow deal or a, you know a Lamar Jackson deal. It's an easy out that the Giants can get out from under uh, Daniel Jones, and then you know I think the Bears could go in that direction. Then they could make a choice. If Justin knocks it out of the park, I think everybody would be happy. Uh, to pay Justin Fields. Yeah. If it's what, at a point where they can't get a deal done, you place the franchise tag on him. And yet you're still developing a young quarterback that you draft. They passed on, on, on uh, C.J. Stroud. Okay? He didn't blow their socks off. He's rookie of the year. He's thrown for over 4,100 yards. He threw for 23 touchdowns and five interceptions and three came in one game with the first-time play caller and a first-year head coach. They passed that up. I don't think you can pass that up. Again. I think it's such a great point. And, and, Jim, unfortunately, you know as well as we all know, we live in a society now where everything, you know, it's a highlight reel. It's the Sports Center clip. And I'll watch the guys, and I like them. But they'll show you a, a group of three or four plays, but no one's going to show you the second half film against the Arizona Cardinals. You know, and nobody wants to give you really a balanced approach. And then if one of us comes out and says, hey, this is where it's not so good, then immediately, you know, the environment is such that you are called a hater and everyone wants to run you out of town. So I get all that. Um, have you seen, I've seen progress in him. I wouldn't necessarily say it's to the point where I would invest my entire future in him. How much of that progress in that he has shown, in your opinion, and a lot of it for me is the willingness to push the ball downfield and take some chances and trust what you're seeing. How much of that can be built upon in terms of where you think with the right coordinator they could they could take him or he could take them. Yeah, I, I think it, it's better from him. I don't like the sacks, Tom. I don't either. Uh, he had 55 sacks last year. If you were to count his missed games this year, if he had four missed games, he was averaging four sacks a game. That's So let's just factor in another 16 sacks. He had 44 on the year, so 44 plus 14. He's got more sacks this year than last year. So that has to improve. Those sacks should have been cut in half, in, in my opinion. And I think the turnovers were better from, uh, from Justin Fields. He didn't have as many fumbles, and he didn't have as, as many interceptions, and I think that, that was better. And I think those are areas of improvement uh, for him. And I think he is better at recognizing defenses and, and recognizing coverages, but he still holds on to the ball too long. At one point this year, he was clocked as the, the longest quarterback in the NFL who held on to the ball the longest, I should say, right. over whatever it was, 3.2 or something like that. Um, so all the, that stuff can be tracked. But, you know, he has all the talents to work with. The skill is there. I just think it's about reps and doing it, and, and those things got to become rope memory. I mean, these guys don't even get the reps that you and I did, right. Tom. I mean, they don't practice twice a day. So he's going to have to do that a lot on his own in the offseason. 
no matter who the offensive coordinator is who comes into the Bears, whatever guru Justin works with off-site, hey, these are the areas that we need you to work on in order to, to improve. And, but again, I don't, I don't think anybody denies the talent right. of, of Justin. It's just the consistency of the execution. We're talking to former Bear uh, Jim Miller, former quarterback, of course. He now hosts a show. Uh, he's done it for a while on Sirius XM. He also, uh, you see him on the uh, post-game show on Marquee Sports Network. Waddle, just like you, he works for uh, Marquee Sports Network. We're teammates. Yes. Yeah, that's what we are. Uh, and Jim, I would ask you as well, like as they look for offensive coordinators, you constantly hear everybody complain about you've got to put Justin in position to do what he does well. I don't personally believe you can live by cutting a field in half and running all of your plays in that manner. You still have to play from the pocket. And I think if you go back and look at a lot of his you know, good plays and splash plays, a lot of the good stuff came from the pocket. So I guess the, the direction I'm going is if you're trying to keep him and move forward and pair him with an offensive coordinator, what is that offensive coordinator going to do in terms of a game plan? If you bring in Frank Reich, I don't think Frank Reich runs that style of offense that is tailored to the mobile quarterback. Do they have to go in that direction with an Arthur Smith? Or they look at Greg Roman? Or, or what do they do? Because all we heard about was people bitching and moaning that Luke Getze was asking him to run the Green Bay or the, the, the West Coast offense, and it wasn't tailored to what he does well. Yeah, I, I think, well, what Luke Getze did, and I, I think Luke Getze tried to do as much as he could. He tried to get him on the move. He tried to, uh, you know, boot plays. I mean, even the, the last game in Green Bay, we're seeing student body left from the quarterback p- p- position. I mean, uh, so I think Luke tried. Um, but, I, I, you know, I, I think Justin, you know, part of his game, like when I go back when he said, hey, I just want to play free, I think that all sounds good. I think. I questioned his preparation. And the reason why I said what I said is because when you line up against, say, the first play against Minnesota and you're in in an empty set where you only have five blockers, i.e. for the listeners out there, five offensive linemen, if they bring six, you're hot. So how on the opening play of the game you get sacked and what is first and ten now becomes second and 20? To me, that's lack of preparation. Or the game against Denver, and I can cherry-pick plays too now, like anybody else, that they run a bootleg naked, and they're running a Sam Backer blitz to the right side. It, I don't know whether he was taught this or not taught this, but in my experiences, you peek at that Sam Backer as you're about to get the snap because his demeanor is going to tell you he's coming. And if he's coming, you abort the fake on a bootleg naked when that's your guy as the quarterback. Okay, you're responsible for the end man on the line of scrimmage. What did that result in? He goes through the fake. He gets hit in the mouth. Uh, Jonathan Cooper's running 60 yards for a touchdown on a scoop and score. That changed the entire game on one play. So those type of things have to be taught to Justin so that they don't happen again. You know, the, these aren't, you know, earth-shattering football notes. It's been a part of football forever. And so whether he was taught that or never taught that, those are the type of things that he needs to know moving forward. And the depth of your boot. Like you can't yeah. if it, if it's supposed yeah. to be eight yards, you can't yeah. run it at six and a half or seven. Yeah. Just abort you, the fake and yes. you're right. Come straight back. That way yeah. you're getting separation from that Sam Backer. Yeah. And and it, you, it won't even happen. Mm-hmm. You will you'll be completely out of harm's way, whether you throw it in the ground, throw it away, or find the guy in the flat for the for the boot completion. It's that's that's, that's a routine play. It happens all the time. Again, make routine plays routinely. 
Former That's... Bears, former Bears quarterback Jim Miller joining us. You know you're going to piss people off by saying that <laughs> that that it, it, like it looks like a lack of preparation. Well, uh, I mean, as a quarterback, you have to know your protections. You have to know them. Whether you're in a six man, if they bring seven, you you've got a problem. If you know you're in a, a five man protection, if they bring six or two to the side, you you've got a problem. You know you've got to know what you better have answers to check to it, get out of it, have a hot uh, built into the route. How, however, whatever your answer is, you've got to be able to execute that answer because not everything is perfect when you call a play and you just run up uh, out of the huddle and everything's going to be perfect how you want it. Uh, Jim, is it ideal with what you said uh, a couple of minutes ago, though, about you could bring him back and draft a quarterback? If you deem Caleb Williams is everything you want and you draft him at one, isn't it more ideal to just get the most you can from Justin and just, you know, uh, cut cut your losses right now and and get the highest draft pick possible? Well, they have that right now at one. Right? So if you trade, but I think but, what Sylvie's saying is just trade Justin and, and don't go through the process of uh, uh, dividing the locker room yeah. and then getting maybe a second round pick for Justin and getting more draft capital for Justin Fields I, I, trading high from him. I, I've never understood this. I, I, I don't know how it's going to divide the, the locker room. You're just trying to create the most competition you can at one position. You know, if, if no matter who they draft – you know whether they deem him ready to put, to play or not. If they elected to draft a quarterback, I mean that's going to decide itself. The cream is going to rise to the top. If Justin wins the job, then he plays. If the draft pick wins the job, then he plays, and maybe it's set in stone for you that you do move on from Justin. But I, I th- there's nothing wrong with with competition. I think whether it's the quarterback room or any other position, you want the most competition, and that's a healthy thing on your football team. What if Justin says, I, I, want, I want out? You're drafting a quarterback at one, I want out. Then he wants out. Then what, what does that mean? I mean, who's going to – is somebody giving up a fourth-round pick like, to, like Trey Lance? No, From, you'd get more for Justin than that. Well, who knows? You, I mean, you don't know that. It's what's it's what's out there on the market. You would think that would be the starting point, a minimum of a fourth rounder, but I I don't see why it can't work if you draft a quarterback and and Justin continues to develop and like I said, it becomes like a Daniel Jones situation. Have you done a, a, any film study of Caleb Williams or Drake May, Jim? I haven't done anything yet, no. not until we head down to the Senior Bowl, which I will be at. And it sounds like uh, even Penix will be there too. Like Bo Nix will be there. I do want to get more into to Daniel from uh, LSU, but th- it's really going to be a, a good class, in, in my opinion. Okay, with regard to a potential offensive coordinator hires, who would you be excited on behalf of the Bears if, in fact, they went down that road? Give us some names of guys that you think would be good hires for them. Well, I, s- I saw today that they, they, they're looking into Shane Waldron, who comes, obviously, from the, that McVay path. I know Pete Carroll is extremely was extremely happy with Waldron and what he's done with uh, uh, Geno Smith and, and obviously getting Drew Locke back. You know, I do think Greg Roman is an interesting name because if the Bears want to run the football, which I think they do, he's got an interesting, you know, gap scheme that was highly successful there in, in Baltimore. I mean, Lamar Jackson won a lot of games. Everybody right. can say about the style of offense. I, I believe he was 47-17 and 17 with Greg Roman as his offensive coordinator. 
So, I mean, that's not a, a bad. And there's, uh, there's other names that are going to come up, like probably Bobby Slowick's going to come up with the job that he's done with uh, C.J. Stroud down there in, in Houston. And probably Frank Smith will be another hot name. He's under Mike McDaniel down there in, in Miami. And it comes from the Shanahan tree. So I think those are all like the hot names that are out there just due to their their football lineage. Were you surprised that the Bears decided to to move forward with Matt Eberflus as opposed to look in another direction? No, I wasn't. I, I think he never lost the team. I think they played extremely hard. I think he's got the ear of the locker room. Uh, nobody quit. And I, I think he did a nice job to, you know, they took a step forward, in, in my opinion. Um, so, no, I wasn't surprised. Obviously, it didn't work out with Getze. You know, just nothing looked smooth yeah. on that offense at all. It just looked disjointed all year. Uh, Jim, before we let you go, you played for the Patriots. What What is your best Bill Belichick story? Oh, man, he's he's the best. I mean, I just think, you know, he has the persona in front of the media like he's just, uh, you know, just some mean guy, and he's not. He is very... Very funny. He's he's very witty. He's very personable as a coach. He's obviously very knowledgeable. He's very worldly. And, uh, you know, I think as for the human element, I don't think anybody sees that side of him. But I witnessed it per- personally in meetings. He ran. He's the only head coach in my career. He ran every quarterback meeting that I was in in New England. Not Charlie Weiss, not Josh McDaniels. They were just, like, bringing along Josh McDaniels. So he, Josh was kind of in the corner just learning. You know, and, and, you know, he's a great coach, you know, so, and I think, you know, he does have great respect for his players. You know, what comes first, the, the coach or the players, like the chicken or the egg? I do believe the coach comes first, you know, and, and it's the coach that selects the, the players and gets the most out of the players. And I think he, he has a very good knack uh, of that. And so, you know, it's, it's, it's sad that it comes to an end. I thought it would uh, work out for those two, but I don't think he's done. And he'll go do great things where, everywhere he goes because he, he loves football. He's a lifer. Jim, great stuff yeah, as always. Stuff, and uh, keep up the good work on Sirius, okay? Thanks, All right, Jim. guys. Good to be with you. You too. There he is, Jim Miller, uh, former Bear. And again, a serious XM. He does all the pre. Does, he still does the preseason games. Yep, uh, is around training camp quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Got some strong thoughts, which is great. I, I, I will. You don't like the competition. I, I don't. It's just not the route I would go. The thought, and I've heard this from. And Jim wasn't the first one I've heard it from. I don't think that. Keeping Justin and using the first pick on a quarterback, doing both, I don't think that really works for me. It would not be the choice I would make. Because if I was going to draft a a quarterback first overall, what I would do was maximize on Justin's desirability in the National Football League and try to to trade him for some serious draft currency. And I I agree with you. I, I I think Jim, in my opinion is shooting low with regard to what you would get back for Justin. Like a fourth-round pick is way too I wouldn't. I mean, yeah, you're yeah. getting more than that. Trey Lance was a bust who didn't play. Justin Fields has played and yeah. at times has played well. Um, I think, like, to me, I'm not getting anything less than a second-round pick for I Justin would, Fields. I would think so. I think that you would be able to do that for like sure. Sam Darnold got a two and a four. Five or a two and a four? I think it was like, wasn't it this, the two was in the next year? So, but yes, overall. 
So yeah, I, I, I that's just I. Some people may you know feel like Jim that th- just make this a competition. I just don't find that that would be the way I would want to do things. Is to keep a quarterback that's been there for three years that you're basically asking to compete with the first overall pick. What do you feel about the chemistry stuff too? I think it's overrated, in my opinion. Did you hear the la- like uh, we in terms of how the team feels? Yes. I, I don't think it's useless at all. I think it. I mean, I think it's good. I, I, when Ryan Pohl said it, he that's the way he wants his team to feel. He wants everyone to feel great about the quarterback. I let me ask you a question: Would you rather win thirteen games or twelve games or ten games, whatever it is, win your division, go into the postseason? But not everyone loves you as a you know, or would you want a you know a, a kumbaya atmosphere in the locker room and you win seven games? Yeah, of course. You want to win games. Uh, now, the ultimate yeah, would yeah. be is, is that both. you win games and you have both. Right. And I think that there is. I think there's a level of importance. I'm just not someone that would overplay that. Because, like, we all know guys that did their own thing but were great players and you would never move on from them. The old is the juice worth the squeeze Kind of uh, right. uh, litmus test. Did you hear Lance's story? Uh, I did not. From, we put it into a social media video. I'm glad the boys did that upstairs. A good job by Eric and Brendan. Um, they sent it out. I, it's getting more reaction than I thought it would get on the negative side, though it is social media. <laughs> um, I asked Lance, first of all, about the Jay Cutler thing, mm-hmm. about if Jay was accepted, because again, I had always heard from the outside looking in that he wasn't accepted right away. Refresh my memory. Kyle Orton. Right. Refresh my memory a little bit. At that time, wasn't that team more established or more accomplished than this team? Yes. Right. Yeah. Oh, of course yeah. they were. Yeah. Yeah. But they were a quarterback away. Right. Like, again, like, I know what you're saying. That, yes, they were ex- they were more established. But if you're a quarterback away, wouldn't you want the quarterback? Yes. So, like, yeah. you could be established all you want, but, like, if you... You know, my point is, is, is at that point, um, I'm... Uh, either way, I want the better player. Right, yeah. right. So, so I asked first Lance about that, and he said, no, we, we... He said, we did not have any problem accepting. While we liked Kyle, yeah. we did not have a problem accepting Jay. Uh, Jay. But, again, I, I don't know. We did shows about this. That it was, I think it was Bobby Wade. Was it Bobby Wade? Who was, uh, who, Bobby was a wide receiver. Yeah, that Bobby Wade was going around the nightclub saying that Erlacher was or, or, that that Erlacher called Jay something. Do you remember this story? Vaguely. Yeah. So whatever. Before he was even a member of the team, um, that got us. Then Lance changed the subject. He goes, "I will tell you this about a chemistry issue." He said, "Lovey took members who were veterans." And he said, we're considering bringing in T.O. How do you guys feel about this? And I never heard this story. Right. And he said, to a man, they all said no. All the guys in the locker room said no. So they declined to look further into T.O. And I'm surprised a lot of uh, people on social media are mad hearing this back from back then. Um, so, like, it, it, it works both ways. And then I refreshed your memory again when we were doing we're doing this list about some of the worst moments in Chicago sports. John Paxson was a big chemistry guy. Right. When he was the general manager of the Bulls. 
in his first draft, John Paxson identified Dwayne Wade as the best player in the draft and the guy that he wanted to draft and trade up for. He had a deal worked out uh, to jump up in the draft, I think with Toronto, I forget which team, to go up and trade for... To uh, get Dwayne Wade. To get Dwayne Wade. But they wanted, the team that he was trading up with, wanted Danielle Marshall, who was on the Bulls at the time. Danielle Marshall was a nice player. He never quite lived up to what he was supposed to be when he came out of college. I believe he went to UConn. He did. Um, But he was a great glue veteran guy, and the Bulls were a very, very young team. And Pax decided that we can't part with Danielle Marshall. Our locker room can't survive without Danielle Marshall. So they did not make the trade. Instead, Miami then worked out the deal, and they drafted Dwayne Wade. Uh, many championships later, they, they prospered. The Bulls, who valued the chemistry, kept Danielle Marshall and ended up drafting Kirk Heinrich. That's the difference between chemistry and talent. And, and talent. Like, it, so yeah. it can work both ways. Absolutely. I, I don't overvalue. I, I think chemistry is nice, and it's even better when you have a team that gets along. But at the end of the day, unless that guy is the most divisive guy on the face of the planet, which would then result, I don't think, I, I would think, in the team not playing up to its capacity, Um. I this is professional football. Like this is a job. Like we all get along here, but you know, not everyone's best friends. So, I mean, you you just have to function as a professional. I think it's important, but I'm not making my decisions based on that. So, yeah, yeah. Uh all right, let's get into the Z list. It's Kevin Zpack who is uh who is hosting uh, the A list? So from A to Z, and then uh, oh, that was good. And, and then, uh, by the way, Waddle just realized this that yeah. Kevin Zpack, his last name actually starts with a D. Yeah, I'm a crappy teammate, and for a couple of reasons, that's one of them. And I didn't know that Jay Moore's son played college ball at Wyoming with Josh Allen. Yeah, I failed know your teammate class this week. I'm not offended. It's fine. It's it, it well, shouldn't start. Bad. It shouldn't start with the letter D. It should be a Z. Well, why don't you change it then? That would be disrespecting the Z Pack family. Okay, keeping well, keeping the bloodline going, keeping the lineage for going. Not knowing how your name was spelled. Let's play the open. Sylvie's had enough. A list from the mind of the man who understands the four P's of Waddle's world. Aki's A list. The top questions and topics floating around in Tyler Aki's mind. Are these really the questions that I was called here to answer? Aki's A-List on ESPN Chicago. All right, uh, Kevin. Kevin's in for, uh, who are you in for? Are you in? So I guess you're in for Tyler then. And then Justin's in for Meller. Is that how it's working? Uh, yeah, even though Meller normally is back here, but Tyler does the list, so... Yeah, I'm not really sure. Justin, what do you think? Uh, I guess I'm Meller today. I'll, I'll take Meller's spot. E- You're Jeffrey. Yeah, usually Jeff is behind the board, but... Here, let me make a strong statement. It doesn't matter. Next. 
What's, all right, so what are your questions? All right, well, Justin and I came up with, with a ton of them. We had about 10 here. I know right, we're not going to be able to get through why all Why don't we go rapid fire? All right, well, this one came up. It? What do you call it? Rapid reaction. Let's do rapid, rapid reaction. reaction with the questions. Well, this sure. one came up to me during the show because a caller earlier said that Bears fans had a Chicago cut steak in front of them, and they were complaining. And, Sylvie, you correctly said to him, we don't have a great Chicago cut steak in front of us. So, to describe the Bears season this year, what meal would that be? Oh, that's a good question. Really good, Kev. What this would be? Like, what is sort of a a decent meal that isn't quite fulfilling and would give you heartburn on multiple different occasions? But 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 at times can be good. You know what I mean? Because you know what I'm going to de- go with? I'm going to go with a Jersey Mike sub, the Italian that I love. Okay. Does it give with you some, heartburn? It, it, oh, wait a second. With some sea salt and vinegar chips. It is a meal because it's a big sandwich and I love it. It's one of the things I eat on Saturdays or Sundays watching ball. Half the time, you know my system. It gives me a little bit of hell because it's a lot of food. So... I don't know if I described that properly, but, you know, it was a good meal. It was a step forward in the right direction, it, but it, it wasn't a home run. So, it, 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 it like, yeah, I, I guess so. It's, it's a not sandwich. Like, it's not a four-course meal. Yeah. It's a sandwich. It's good. It's good. It's not bad. It's not, it's not, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm going to go like a, um, I, I'm, I'm thinking like a really, something really messy. Oh, boy. Like a chicken, uh, chicken, chicken cacciatore. Yeah, okay. chicken parm. Chicken parm's really good. Yeah, and and all the sauce is gonna get, like it tastes good at times, and I'm hyping it up going into the meal, but at times it gives me the burps and it gives me heartburns. Denver and Cleveland and Detroit and the the couple of Green Bay games, but all in all, it wasn't terrible. Right. Okay. It could be better, though. Like, I'm striving next year for a Chicago Cup meal. Yeah. So. That's a good but, question. But I'm not going to order it for a long, long time again. No. Listen, I want, yeah. I mean, I'm. I'm it, it was fine now, but I, I'm looking for more. It's not the shrimp tacos I had in Mexico that put me in bed for 36 hours. Right. I've had so some of those meals from Bear Season. That would have been by. last year. Yeah. Yeah, but I knew what last year was going to give me. Yeah, this the, that I caught think me the, by surprise. I, yeah, I think the shrimp tacos in Mexico was was you were expecting eleven wins and you got three, and it was an unexpected kick in the in the gut. That, that was like twenty nineteen bear season. Okay, I following like the twenty eighteen yeah. season. All right, go ahead. What's next? Great right. question, though. By the way, thank you. Ryan Pohl said that he uh, deleted Twitter. Good move. If uh, you guys were not in this glorious business, would you be jumping the gun to delete all of your social media and get off the grid? Uh, you know where I'm going with that. Then my answer would be yes. See, I, I'm no. Call me. We'll talk. I just don't need to interact. So you don't get. You don't like look for news on Twitter. I, I like think it's the only thing. News. It's the only thing that I I actually truly enjoy. Is the information dissemination? So you would need to be on Twitter then. If I'm not in this business, I don't need to. I don't need to know who got signed. I'm still like a fan, so I still. Ref- I'm laying like- on the beach. I don't need to know that Clayton Kershaw just got a two year extension. I can figure that out when I go up to the tiki bar and I get myself another drink, and it's on TV. I still, as like as a hobby, enjoy finding out stuff. 
in sports. So Send I, me a message in a bottle and I'll get it. Okay, the old school message in yeah. a bottle. No, I'm not. I'm not. And I like Instagram most. I'm definitely not signing off of Instagram. What do you like most about Instagram? I like uh, looking at people's posts. I like the reels. Well, you're a lawyer. And, and, well, and I, I enjoy, the, I really enjoy the reels. Like TikTok. It's basically TikTok. Yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's old man TikTok. Yeah. It's, it's for the, it's right, isn't it basically TikTok reruns? I guess. I mean, I've seen it. I've gone down the TikTok, or the, not the TikTok, but the Reels rabbit hole. Yurko is constantly watching Reels yes. on his phone. And, and, and I asked him one time because I saw him doing it. And I'm like, is, is that TikTok? And he's like, no, I'll never download TikTok or something of it's that reels. nature. And it's Reels. Yeah. And he was very adamant about but that. The but the same it's the, thing. It's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. I enjoy it because it's quick hitting. Uh, it's funny stuff. You usually like the fights, right? The stadium fights on. Well, that's one else? area that I do like. I don't like that. You don't like why? I don't you, like you, seeing you, people getting their ass kicked, you know, and fighting all drunk and stuff. I don't, yeah. It's one of the areas I like. Yeah, what else do you like? Um, uh, what do you? You the? Uh, what do you do? I, I, you I the like pilot? the comedy. The I like guy? some of the. I like some of the reruns from television shows that I like. That's cool. The clips that they show you. I comedy like, clips. Co- yeah, I like. The, sometimes they'll show you Sebastian Maniscalco. So t- did you? You gotta watch his new show. That's my what to watch for. Oh, for tomorrow. okay. Is it like their mafia? Their collection guys? No, he's a bookie. Oh, bookie. So, so okay. he is like he's got a guy that collects for him. But it was just renewed for season two. But did you like it? It's good? I, it, it, it's quick. It's like, it reminds me of Ballers, except it's the oh, I'm bookies. In. I'm definitely in. It's 20-minute episodes. I'll watch it. I'm in. Yeah. Um, so, what do you got? What else? We're past the holiday season, thankfully. Not my favorite. But uh, in the spirit, don't give me a look, Waddle. In the spirit of gift giving, the Bears have uh, a lot to do this offseason. A lot on their wish list. They need... Uh, an offensive coordinator. They need a defensive coordinator. Maybe they need a new quarterback. If it were up to you guys, what is the number one addition that you would make to this team, coaching-wise or player-wise? Quarterback. Yeah, I mean, if I came to the conclusion that I, the one of these guys was worthy of being picked in the draft, that's it. But you haven't come to that conclusion well, yet. Well, I haven't, yeah, I haven't done the, the research yet. If I come to the conclusion that I'm not sold on any of those guys, then my answer to you, Kevbo, would be offensive coordinator. We got to do some schmoozing over at uh, the combine. Yeah, we don't, we don't do the actual scouting; we do the schmoozing. Yes, absolutely. I need to pick some brains. I need some insight. So, but yeah, I would have. I would have changed the coach. Again, I just. I. It, it goes back to what Waddle has been saying about. If you're changing, if you have the 28th best center, which they do in the NFL, you would change him out and no one would bat an eye. You're like, Lucas Patrick, he's a nice guy. He's lifting up Justin like he's a uh, good teammate. What, what is he doing? Is he doing the uh, the uh, dirty ti- dancing? The ti- is it dirty dancing or like Titanic? For, is it Dirty Dancing? I thought it was Dirty Dancing where Jennifer Gray jumps into Patrick Swayze's okay, arms. Maybe it's Dirty Dancing. I always thought it, was, it looked like the Titanic well, where both it's king of the world. Both were. Um, so, like, nice. He seems like a nice guy. Maybe he's like, I don't know. But you want, it, you want an upgraded center. So if you have the 28th best coach, don't you want an upgrade? You know how I feel. I'm team Who strives to have the 28th best head coach in the league? Who 
Who strives for that? Don't know. Especially when he needs a new OC, a new DC, a new running backs coach, a new assistant tight ends coach. New receivers coach. New receivers coach. Trust the process. Yeah. Very hardcore right there. A lot of continuity. Why don't you like the holidays? It's just too much. He likes the 4th of July, I heard. Yeah. Kevbo likes the grilling holidays. I like I like the well, warm, I, I we- warm weather holidays, grilling holidays, holidays where you don't have to purchase and receive gifts. I don't like receiving or giving gifts to people. But don't you like spending time with, with friends and family? I could take oh, it or leave it. Oh, wow. Do you like to roast chestnuts? I've never roasted a chestnut. Maybe that's why you don't like the holidays. Because I'm not doing it right. Yes. Okay. He just said he doesn't like spending time with friends and family. Well, he spent time with his girlfriend. Yeah. Doesn't she like that, uh, like Christmas and New Year's? I mean, we didn't really do anything. She was out of town for Christmas. Well, maybe uh, that's why you don't like Christmas. Back, back with her family uh, on the East Coast. And uh, on New Year's, we just we stayed in and we watched uh, the ABC7 uh, New Year's show. I was asleep by 11. Yeah. Why? Me too. Figured, I was asleep. Uh, I could. How was that this year? About the same as it always was. And entertaining. No, no, no. no, no. It didn't have Marchie Greco and Janet Davis. Okay, not the exact same as it always was. Not even close to being the same. Okay, jeez. So you're missing Gene Greco. He's not doing all the crazy stuff with Janet Davies? No. Okay, now that you mention it, you're right. I did miss the Janet Davies, Mark Gene Greco interactions. Thank you. Because that's that's always good for a lot. Get it straight. One more quick one here? Yes. All right, Bill Belichick, he's done in New England, 24 seasons, six Super Bowl titles, a lot of controversies, a lot of fun press conferences. Where will he end up, and will he have success in the NFL once again? It's him and Justin. In what? Atlanta. Oh, really? Him and Justin. I, I, hope, he, I'm, I hope he retires, rides off into the sunset, and enjoys himself. I, uh, look, if, if, why would he... If this is all he knows and all he wants to do, I'm never going to tell him, you know, hate on him for doing what he loves. But if you're trying to pursue the record for most wins. I don't think this would have happened today if he was retiring. I would have thought they would have just done a retirement ceremony for him. Why? He's doing this because he wants to coach. Yeah, I guess so. I think he's going to Atlanta. I think I think well, they've done I, a great job uh, developing quarterbacks up there in, in, I know. in New England the last couple of years. They have haven't not, they? No, they've done an awful job. He's he's picked the wrong coaches to develop. You know, Matt those Patricia to be out there calling plays for Justin in your Atlanta offense. <laughs> he may have Josh McDaniels be doing that. Seen as many cameras since we signed Tebow. That was a funny line. That was a good line. I always liked his press conferences, genuinely. I, I did, too. It's I never such a grumpy charm. Yeah. <laughs> he is, I, there's no question, he is, he is your favorite guy. There's no Mine? doubt. Yeah. I'm a Belichick fan, for sure. Of course sure. you are. I, I think yeah. he's the greatest he's like to ever do it. He's around the holidays. Yes. Yeah, I'm, on to, I'm on to July. Just mildly more successful. I'm on to grilling. I'm, I'm on to grilling holidays. I'm going to get some hot dogs and uh, burgers. Hot what? Hot dogs. Oh, okay. Wieners. Wieners. If you're Justin Fields and you know your future isn't with the Bears, would you want to play for Bill Belichick? Who's my offense coordinator? Josh McDaniels. If it's in, uh, listen, if it's in Atlanta, you're in your hometown, you're in a nice controlled environment. You've got a good group of skill skill position guys in that huddle. 
Yeah, why not? I'd be okay with that. Be an interesting dynamic, yeah. wouldn't it? Yeah. All right, there you go. The Z-List. Z-List. We the actually, not the Z-List, but we'll call it the Z-List. The DZ-List. The DZ-List. Um, all right, uh, 312-332-3776. One of our uh, longtime listeners, he's been listening to us since he was a child. He's a meteorologist. He wants to tell us what we're expecting to get. Oh, really? As far as snow, yeah. I Is he in Arizona? Re- He's Where there. was he at? No, he was in Denver. There you go. You always See? question him about the airport. Yeah. He's on the line. He wants to tell us what, what, Freaky we, airport. what we can expect. It's all coming up next. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at 100.3 HD2 FM. Listen now on ESPN 1000. This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Don't forget, if you missed the Charles Barkley conversation, talked to him for 45 minutes straight. He's one of our dear friends of the show, Hall of Fame guy, Hall of Fame basketball player. Amen. Great stuff on Scotty and Michael. Um, he, Told you you were crazy in a conspiracy theory. He, that's theorist. right. Yeah. Uh, lots of good stuff on football. He had uh, big things to say about the NFL and their greed, putting the uh, playoff game on Peacock. Do you have Peacock? I, I, I got Peacock because of the game that was on Peacock like three weeks ago. My kids wanted to watch the game. Me too. What was it? Was it a Thursday night game? I think so, and I didn't realize oh, was it I a, did... ho- a Saturday game during the holidays. Whatever it was, I didn't realize I didn't have it, so I had one of my kids actually purchase it for me, and I think I'm now paying two ninety nine a month. Yeah, it was like it wasn't outlandish. It was no. uh, some sort of a deal through Xfinity where, yeah, if you paid for a full year, it worked out to like three dollars a month. Yeah, I just spent like fifteen dollars to watch. Uh, the Denzel, uh, what's the Denzel movie? I always forget the name of it. Equalizer? The Equalizer, like, three. or yeah. two, Like, I mean, I've seen it nine times. I just spent $15, so I'm okay with it. It's, it, it, again, like, and, and but Barkley really ripped them, and, and just for a playoff game. Oh, I agree with him. Yeah, just to put that on, like, these games, again, but that's, everything's going to this pay-per-view thing. Uh, listen, I agree with him in, in terms of the, the, the greed, but I'm still... I'm a glutton for it as myself, so I'm going to pay it. I think that if you pay for, um, what is it, like Red Zone or uh, what's the NFL ticket, especially mm-hmm. the NFL ticket, if you pay for the yearly NFL ticket where should you pay for it. every single game, this should be included with, with it. You. Like You shouldn't pay extra if you paid no. for every single game during the year. Our buddy Matt in Denver, who is listening. How long have you listened to this show, Matt? Uh, probably since, uh, before I got out of high school. So, 08, maybe 07, probably. So, you were in junior high then? I graduated high school in 08. Yeah. I'm 33 now. You're 33, and you're working uh, as a meteorologist, correct? I'm uh, actually a weather observer for the FAA up in one of the air traffic control towers here at Denver Airport. Speaking of that, at the airport, are the, uh, the eyes on the, uh, the Mustang still bright red and freaking everybody out? They are. It's always a huge topic of people out here coming for the first time. It's crazy. So it's always really funny. It freaks me out. All right, so Can what? I ask you guys a quick sports question before sure. we get in the snow? Yeah. If you had to guess what's more likely next year, Cody Bellinger on the, Bear, on the Cubs or Bears make the playoffs? Cody Bellinger on the Cubs, for sure. Really? I think Cody Bellinger's coming back. 
Damn, look at you. Yeah. I, I, I How think... much is it going to cost them? I'll go, uh, I bet you they get him for about $200 million even. Okay. And I'll also say I'm on record. Uh, put me in the camp to draft Caleb and get a pass rusher at nine. So. Okay, we've got you marked down, Matt. So what have you guys heard about this snow? It looks like a pretty uh, pretty big snowstorm, actually, especially in the last 24 hours. There's been a big model consensus to maybe some more snow than previously thought. Really? Tell us what we should expect, Matt. <clears throat> so especially if you're away from the lake and the further north you go, I mean, you could get up towards maybe a foot of snow, especially <sighs> along and north of a line from, like, um, DeKalb, Elgin, Waukegan. <sighs> maybe even Rockford could get 12 to 18 inches. And in the further southeast you go... Uh, Chicago, Joliet, and then over in the Yurko land, those anteaters maybe only get like four to six inches of snow. Cap might actually get his 12 inches out of this. Yeah. Wow. yeah. <laughs> Listen, you, do, you guys have to, do you guys have to drive in tomorrow? Because the morning rush looks quite interesting. You could get snowfall rates upwards of an inch per hour Oof. between like 4 and 9 a.m. And then you might get a lull for a few hours as temperatures warm above freezing. You might flip terrain up to the city. But tomorrow afternoon and evening, it's going to be um, very heavy snow. You're going to flip from maybe a mix of rain and snow over to heavy snow. With heavy winds, right, Matt? Yeah, the winds might actually be kind of calm during the heart of it. They might not get strong till after the heaviest snow pushes off to the northeast. But tomorrow night, once the winds move in from the west, you're going to be getting gusts upwards of 50 miles an hour. Snow will kind of turn from that heavy, wet, heart attack snow to more of a fluffy snow. It'll start to blow around, uh, make for really uh, treacherous travel conditions tomorrow evening. But, yeah, winter storm warnings are now in effect, pretty much I-80 and northward, including the city. But the closer to the lake you are, the less snow you're going to see. Once you start getting further west, west to 294, 355, you could be talking 8 to 12 inches when it's all said and done by late tomorrow night. Any chance that the models are wrong? Um. Possibly, uh, especially further south, kind of that Joliet, I-80 zone is kind of in that in between depending how long and if you mix to rain tomorrow afternoon but i say like north of i-88 i-90 corridors seems like it's pretty locked into a pretty good snowstorm right now especially the last 12 to 18 hours models have come into more of a consensus where it's really kind of bullseyeing that dekalb elgin up to waukegan area for upwards of a foot of snow i'm not coming in tomorrow I'm working from home. Yeah, I mean, that just scared the crap out of me. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, do what you have to do. Be careful. Enjoy that the drive big home bulls. tomorrow at six o'clock. Could yeah. be crazy bad. So. Yeah, enjoy that big bulls and uh, and Warriors, Warriors game. I know tilt. we're 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 scheduled to go to that game. I, I we're gonna have to see. What... This is why I'm saying you stay downtown and you go to Cubs convention the next day. You stay in the Cubs convention hotel and you go right to Cubs convention. Matt, thank you for the update. We Thanks, appreciate Matt. you. Yep, see you guys. Matt's been uh, Matt's from here, lives now in Denver. Him and his mom uh, have listened to the show forever. That's awesome. Yeah. That news, not so awesome. No. I don't no, want any of that stuff, especially when it, you start getting like 40 and 50 mile an hour winds. Mm. And then in it's the going to be freezing this weekend. Do you know it's going to be like zero degrees in Kansas City for their game with uh, the Dolphins? I do. I don't think it's going to affect the Dolphins as much as you think because I don't think Kansas City's that good. 
Well, what's going to affect the Dolphins is, is they've got like nine really important players that are out with injury. It's true, too. That portion of uh, Waddle and Sylvie brought to you by Steinhoffel's four Chicagoland locations. The newest in Harwood Heights. I shop at the one in Vernon Hills. Uh, for all your furniture needs, make sure you shop at Steinhoffel's today. All right. We have Bears Weekly uh, coming up next. Uh, potty mouth uh, Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer. Count how many times Joniak swears. It should be interesting. We have a new Jeff Joniak on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. He's a wild man. It's unhinged. Yes. With Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer coming up. Then we have Black and Abdallah at uh, 7 o'clock, and we have some NBA action for you between Suns and Lakers tonight. We'll watch some uh, NBA action tonight. We had uh, Kevin Zipak helping out today. Thank you, Kev Bo and Justin Pottinger. Great job by Justin. Thanks to Charles Barkley, the one and only. It is a must Download if you have not listened, or even if you did, download it again. Check it out on the Waddle and Sylvie podcast. And uh, thank you as well to Jim Miller, former Bears quarterback. For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Thursday night and stay safe in the snow.